everyone, and welcome to the BNB Podcast. I'm your host, Amanda, and I'm here with my very lovely, talented sister, Jill. Hi, everyone. And because we're a little insane, we are recording this on Thanksgiving Day. Well, that is because we love you guys. And we're very thankful for you guys as well for listening to our podcast and tuning in and keeping up with us and interacting on socials and all of that good stuff. So we're really grateful and thankful for you guys. Okay. We did a fabulous fashion show for you guys. I mean, it was a, it was a review, a very good review. I mean, if I say so myself, it was a five-star review. (laughs) Please go give us. A five-star rating. I cannot believe that the fashion industry, you know, I don't know, Cosmo, GQ, (laughs) I figured they'd be contacting us by now. Could you write us an article? I know, something. I know, right? Maybe it's just the holidays. They just, yeah, they haven't got out, reached out (laughs) to us quite yet. (laughs) Now, today, we're going to cover the craziness that is going on. (laughs) I mean, um, everyone has lost their damn mind on this show. I was just going to say, now, which craziness <laughs> are you talking about? And like, which path of crazy should we go down first? I don't even know. Oh, side note. I'm not feeling very good. I have a cold or at least I think a cold. <laughs> and you're going to have to forgive my froggy voice, guys, because I'm a little under the weather. That's how much we love you. We're recording anyway. (laughs) I think we should start with Lee and Poppy situation. Mm, We have some sibling mm, robbery. Call it sibling problems. (laughs) I don't even know because Lee is scaring me. Yes, I agree with that. (laughs) (laughs) For real, right, man? Poor Finn. What is a deal? Both his moms are crazy. Okay. And he He seems so sweet. He never had a chance. I'm waiting for him to snap. One day. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, at first, it's like, okay, Lee hates Poppy because of some affair that happened with a doctor and all of this stuff. But as they're fighting and Lee's telling her this and that, and I'm not calling you Poppy. That's not your name. And they're going down this rabbit hole (laughs) and we end up finding out what really cause is causing this if you want to know the truth what is it Josie well apparently it's the fact that Lee was never actually able to conceive a child so there's a whole lot of jealousy and there is a whole lot in in the sense of I think she was jealous of of Poppy just in general that Poppy was more this free spirit, you know, really, she seen, she talked about her like she was just really the one who, who was very popular and who was just fun and people wanted to be around her. Right. And Lee had, or felt like she had to be, she's the one taking care of the fam of the parent. The responsible one. So she had all this responsibility while Poppy was just off having fun and having more of a free life i think lee perceives you know like and on top of that you got you could have a baby just no problem you know and i couldn't 
So she, I think she kind of felt like I'm the one who's doing everything right. I can't even, you know, have a baby. Now I'm going to say this. I understand, absolutely understand how not being able to have a baby, it can make you a little bit crazy. And people, I'm not trying to be mean. People aren't usually that, I don't know what's the right word, sensitive to the, the subject of kids. You know what I mean? Like, so I can understand when you see all these people having kids and you wanted to have a kid. And, but I said a little bit crazy, (laughs) like where you have, like, you know, you you go, you got to go to the gym and like pound on something or, or, um, maybe if it was the Forrester Roof gym. (laughs) I didn't say get pounded. Face. What kind of stress relievers are you doing? I am drinking vodka. <laughs> that helps my cold. <laughs> it's, it's disinfectant for your throat. Right. It's helping that froggy voice. <laughs> I do feel, I feel sorry for her, but that's not an excuse. Right. Well, Poppy was, apparently was the first time she was hearing it because she's like, well, I, she's like, oh my God, I never knew that you felt that way or that she, yeah, she did act like she didn't even know she couldn't have kids. Right. Right. She said, I just assumed you chose not to have any more. Right. Yeah. True. But it's a bad situation. Yeah. So there is a lot of seemingly hurt feelings or whatever between Poppy and Lee and, you know, and Lee like sort of bared it all out there, you know, and it seemed like Poppy would, I mean, it seemed, she seemed like, wow, that she didn't know that Lee maybe had chose not to have kids because of her career and that. Oh, I'm so sorry. And she wanted to like be there for her. And Lee just shut that down. She's like, oh no, uh-uh. Don't think that you're going to take this and make this be some, you know, like sister moment or something. I was like, dang. <laughs> yeah. There's way more to this story that we don't know. Like, Even if you can't have kids, you don't just hate someone just because of that. There's got to be more to this story. There has to be. So I'm sure there is. It's just we don't know yet. Yeah, I I think this is a a lot of years of problems. And it's not going to get fixed overnight. If it even can get fixed, there's a lot going on here. Yeah. Poppy then goes to see RJ and Luna to give them a warning. About Lee. And RJ is, (laughs) RJ is so funny because he's like, well, can't we just talk to her? You know what I mean? He's like very, oh, well, we could work this out. No, it's more, no. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But RJ and Luna are standing their ground. They're like, it's not her place to tell us. It's not. to tell Luna or to tell you what what you can and can't do. Like, and they are adorable, by the way. I think they're really cute. Oh, yeah. They're very, very cute. They're very cute together. And they seem to really like each other a lot. Oh, yeah, yeah. So they definitely, kinda... they're crushing on each other for oh, sure. Oh, yeah. It's like really cute. They're, they're cute, but trouble is coming for them. Oh, yeah. Timestamp it. Okay. Yeah, so RJ and Luna seem to be progressing really well. Um, in fact, Ben and Steffi had them over for dinner so that Steffi could actually meet Luna uh, because Steffi was gone. She hasn't actually like met Luna and like seen, you know, what she's all about, but she knows that they, that her and RJ are kind 
kind of in a thing. So yeah. she wanted to get to to meet Luna and all of that. So I thought that was kind of neat. And RJ, I mean, not RJ, Finn seemed really happy and like excited to reconnect with Luna. He did. So they went over for dinner and they were all, Luna was all nervous because, you know, it's Steffi and she's like the boss lady. So, but they seemed, everyone, you know, they seemed to hit it off really well. And, and Steffi seemed to like Luna. Uh, so I guess that was went well so far. And we did get a gratuitous take off our shirt scene, which, you know, <laughs> we don't hate it. Um, I was dying laughing because we're in the we're at dinner. OK, it's dark I mean, outside. We're at dinner, dinner, you know. OK, and I'm like, this is cracking me up. All of a sudden, out of the blue, Finn's like, hey, RJ, you want to go for a, a dip in the ocean? I was like, what are we doing? Me and me. Congratulations. Like, bravo on coming up with ways to make those men take their shirts off. Yay! Like, yeah. bravo, guys. Bravo. Yeah, it was rather random. It was like, mm, you're like, yeah, that... Could you pass them potatoes? Hey, let's go take a swim. <laughs> let's go get Nikes and take a swim. <laughs> and it was funny because those girls, those ladies didn't mind it either. Oh, no. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Luna was like, oh, uh, oh, <laughs> she was like, I knew RJ was built, but oh, <laughs> she mean to my fan. <laughs> All right. That was a cute scene, though. Like, yeah, it was. And and we got a, a just a little sneak of I'm not sure that Steffi realizes the the degree to which Lee has a problem with Luna and her mother. Oh, she doesn't. So when somebody mentioned something, I think one of them, Finn or someone mentioned something about Lee that it, that Lee didn't sure wasn't happy to have her there or something. And Steffi kind of was like, kind of gave that face like, hmm, what's that about? So. Maybe there'll be something interesting happening on that when we have Lee and Steffi have a little face off. Ooh. Maybe. It could happen. Okay. So at this cute dinner, Steffi, what we didn't mention is that Steffi is holding in her emotions because earlier that day, Ridge, Mr. Busybody, told Steffi and Thomas that Eric's dying. (laughs) That was very sad scenes. It was. It was. It was. They were very devastated. I was crying. Yeah, me too. And I felt so bad for them because this is so, they were caught so off guard and that sucks when you're caught off guard. And I think that Eric coming into the office just made it that much worse, right? I just found out and then here comes Gramps into the office and now I've got to act like everything's fine. And nothing's wrong. Right. I felt so bad for them in that moment. I was crying. Yeah. So that was a very emotional day and scene. And everybody did such a good job. And and shout out to Lawrence St. Victor. Because if I'm not mistaken, and I think I'm right, that this was the episode that he was one of the writers on. It was You guys know I love him. (laughs) It was... But yeah, it was so sad. So sad. Very sad. Um, And also just on that same note, the Logan sisters also filled in hope. Yes, they did. And as soon as she walked in the door, 
I told you, if you listen to last episode, I said, I will walk right into my sister's house and be like, what is wrong with your face? <laughs> Hope walked in and immediately was like, um, Aunt Donna, what is your problem? What is going on? What is that face? <laughs> right. She didn't say it exactly in those words, but that's what she said. Right. So then they yeah. had to tell her. Right. So now Hope knows, Steffi knows, Thomas knows. Um, All the grandkids know. Well, not all of them. <laughs> I know I'm being a But we're not ass. going there quite yet. <laughs> we, we just can't go there quite yet. Just hold mm -hmm. on, people. Hold on. Um, but uh, but apparently Ridge is also trying to get in touch with other members of Siblings. the family. Yeah. Like um, Thorne and Bridget right. and his, his uh, uh, Zenday's mom. I think her name's Kristen. And then there's another daughter, Felicia. Yeah. So he's apparently reaching out, trying to get in touch with them. He hasn't had any luck yet. But apparently he's also going to tell all of them. Right. So, yeah. So don't tell Ridge any secrets that you don't want anybody to know. <laughs> Ridge okay. is a busybody, man. A chatty Kathy. I'm just saying. I mean, I don't I don't know that you should. I, I don't know. I'm going down a different. I'm going down a rabbit hole, but I'm just going to say it real, real quick as I can. I don't think you can play both sides of the field or fence or whatever that term. <laughs> Are you going to tell people? I mean, are you going to, you know, like you need to tell people and you need to tell Eric that, you know, okay. Or you need to honestly respect what Eric wants and not say because all this is going to do is be trouble because you can't have that many people know something and then be like, oh, but pretend like you don't know. Right. It's not going to work. What? I mean, I don't know. It's just, that's just my little opinion. Ridge said that he was going to respect Eric's wishes. Right. He said, I'm going to respect what dad wants. And then he went straight and told like 15 people. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. Hey, what are you doing? Okay. I'm done was, with my rant. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. I agree. He, he, I was like, whoa. Now all of a sudden he's busybody, right? He's just telling everybody, oh, they left one person out. We're not going to get, we're not going to talk about it yet, but they did. All right. We're going to move on now. Are you ready? Brooke had a little run-in with Thomas. Because Brooke also had a little run-in with Hope. She so did. So she goes over to Hope's little cabin with some candles. She's got some little candlesticks. And she comes all bopping in. She's like, here you go, Hope. Here's these candle, extra candlesticks you wanted. And she stops in her tracks. She does. And she, she looks, looks around, around. And there's all this candlelight and roses. And I don't what all romantical wine. stuff and there's hope all up in her lingerie oh all up in her lingerie <laughs> <laughs> and it was pretty okay and she was like wait a minute you telling me you want to no, use like, it's like a cartoon like, when all of the the pieces start falling down <laughs> and into their head and they, <laughs> they, and they start like, to get it the light bulb exactly she's like you want to use my candlestick for a romantic get a uh, little interlude with Thomas? And she's like, and Hope was like, oh, yep. Mm -hmm, I sure do. Yeah. <laughs> like, she's like, I'm not going to lie. Hope is killing me right now. She's like, oh, I love yeah. it. She's I like, love yep, it. I, I, I sure am. I'm going to use them candlesticks. I don't even know exactly how I'm going to use them, but I'm going to use them. I'm like, dang, hope. <laughs> I love this. I love it. I I think it's awesome. But anyway, 
my point was before I got all sidetracked. Um, she worried about them candlesticks, apparently. <laughs> I just thought it was so funny because Brooke seemed almost like offended. Like, mm-hmm. how well, dare you burn these candlesticks like, for Thomas? Like, Bob, but she's like, here's some can- extra candles you wanted. And then she's like, what the hell? <laughs> she's like, if I knew it was going to be used for these purposes, I would not have let you borrow them, ma'am. <laughs> Miss. She's like, you're going to, you're going to abuse my candlesticks like this i don't think so yeah how was, dare you i just thought it was funny i don't know why it struck me as funny but it did but it's funny so now hope I'm, I'm sorry brooke knows yep that they got a plan for the night right right so that's she goes back to forester mm-hmm. and that's when she has her little run meeting, in with thomas a little run in with thomas so go ahead go ahead amanda Tell them what oh, I just I just thought it was hilarious because Brooke went over there like like she's going to stop this rendezvous. I don't think so. <laughs> if, if I'm going to my rendezvous, you're not stopping it. So I was like, this is I don't know why you're doing this, because you are not going to stop him from going to see her. Wild horses couldn't stop him from going to see her. No, <laughs> no, Mm-mm. I a, a straight jacket and, and a paddy wagon couldn't stop him from going. Hell no. <laughs> Jail couldn't stop his ass. He'd freaking break out. <laughs> I, this is, I'm so conflicted because, on one hand, I do agree with you and Chelsea. Hope with Thomas is playing with fire and it is on some levels a little bit disturbing. But on the other hand, Thomas brings out a completely different side of Hope. And she seems actually happy. Like, I can't tell you the last time I've seen Hope happy. She's always worried about this or worried about that or wondering what Liam's doing and if he's thinking about Steffi and all this stuff. And he brings out this, like, fun side of her. And that I am enjoying because he's helping her get confidence and he's helping her feel wanted and it's I'm sure it's intoxicating for her I'm sure so this it's like a it's very dangerous but at the same time it's very exciting <laughs> you know what intox you know what intoxication does hmm. intoxication clouds your judgment hmm. intoxication makes you not think clearly <laughs> That is true. When you're, you don't necessarily mean, I'm just saying it does. It does. And you know what? Let's be real. Okay. I may or may not have been myself digmatized once. Okay. The point is sometimes (laughs) you do lose your mind a little and you may say things that you regret or you didn't really mean. Mm -hmm. So I am scared because now Hope is starting to say things that are making him think, yes, yes, like I, I, I got her. Like I'm, exactly. I'm getting, I'm gonna, and you know, like I won. And that is why it's a bad idea. <laughs> I mean, I get what you're saying, you know, about being, but it's so fun, a different side <laughs> of her and all of that stuff. But, <clears throat> but at what expense, I guess, is my question. That's what I'm worried about. Because eventually, um, I don't know if it's going to, I don't know. It's it's not going to be good. I, I just, I don't see a scenario where this is ever going <laughs> to. Okay, good. here's, I got it. I got it, guys. I got it. 
here's the good scenario. Hope really does fall for Thomas. Okay. So then when Liam comes crawling back and begging, she tells him, no, I'm with Thomas. Forget it. And then, and then they get married and they live happily ever after with their little brat. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) That Jill called him a little brat last episode. I can't help myself. We had to cut it out because of the the technical difficulties. You couldn't hear it very good, but I knew she said that little brat. I did. Because, I mean, that, okay. All right. I'm just going to, this was, this was months ago, probably. At least it a month a, ago. It was definitely weeks ago. Yeah. When he put his little two cents in and, and, and. Lied. Stole their phones and he stole their stole phones. their phones, text each one of them thinking like the what was the other set up this little date. He made them some little like corn dogs or something. <laughs> and, and all he, he wanted them to, you know, I just want y'all to get together. I'm just trying to help y'all. Like, let's just get to y'all get together. I always want my mom and my dad to be together. And they totally fed into this poor child's fantasy. They did. They were like, oh my gosh, you're adorable. Now, I mean, now you know that we have to do our, take our time and blah, blah, yeah. blah. And don't mind that you just lied to us and you took our phones and pretended like we were, you know, like, yeah, no, no, like, hey, that's not, you You don't need to be doing things like that. You don't interfere like that. It, and it's not, you know, you don't give a child, you know, like they're totally feeding into this, like they are thing <clears throat> of his. And I was like, that day, I was on. I was like, you know what? I'm almost done. I am almost done with this show because you people are making me mad. I'm like, oh, I've been on the verge before. Oh, I've been on the verge. I'm like, no, and it's not. It's their fault. It is their fault. Anyway, and he lied to Donna. He did because he he got Donna to drop him off there under some pretense and and to come pick him up at some time. Like totally, like you're just lying all over the place, manipulating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they were like, oh, my gosh, you're adorable. I'm yeah. like, yeah. And he just oh. no no one. Yeah. He just got away with it. <laughs> That's why I got called a brat. I'm sorry. Normally, Douglas is 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 pretty decently behaved. Yeah. Normally, he's like doing the right thing. Right. So, yeah, I was and like, oh, lost mind too, I guess everybody lost their damn mind on the show. <laughs> I mean, everyone. I should write yep. Casey and be like, Casey, what have you lost your name on too? <laughs> what is happening? Yeah, but anyway. So back to what were we talking about? Okay. Liam so the uh, oh, Brooke, right. so, Brooke basically yeah. told Thomas, you don't need to go over there. You need to go to your own house. Okay. You need to you need to put it in put it in your pants and keep it there. You need <laughs> you need to stop. Okay. Like basically, she's trying to stop this whole date. Or hook up or whatever. I don't know what they're doing, but you're not stopping it. I mean, they got the hots for each other. You're not going to stop it. It's just not going to happen. Say, and Brooke did try to have like an honest like talk with him about. She did. You know, she's like, I, I, he's like, but you say that you see that I've changed and blah, blah, blah. You know, and she's like, I have, you know, she's like, yes, I have. Because she actually told him she doesn't love you. Like, she's not in love with you. Like, whatever is going on between y'all, it, she's, it's not because she's in love with you. And right. he was like, you know, well, you know, well, she will, but she will be. Like, she will eventually. And Brooke was like, and what if she doesn't? Can you handle that? Right. You know, and if she doesn't, is 
is that enough for you? Right. He didn't say this, but I think this is what he's thinking. She's into me. And even if she doesn't fall in love with me, like we're still having fun. And you know what? If if I get my heart broken, that's on me because she told me ahead of time that she's not in love with me. And I think he's rationalizing all of this in his head. Like, oh, yeah, I can handle it because everyone keeps asking him that. Oh, yeah, yeah, no problem. I can handle it. I can handle it. But we all know that Thomas is not a normal, regular, everyday person. (laughs) He has major problems, major issues, major obsessive tendencies and total... (laughs) I mean, he had a mannequin of her. Oh, yeah. I don't, Um, I can't, I I don't know what else to say. (laughs) Well, that, and that's, and that's one of my biggest things. Why I don't, why I don't approve of it. And why I I think hopes very much in the wrong is because she knows she doesn't love him. Not the way he loves her. Like, I just don't, I think, I don't know that she could ever fully like love him, like love him the way he loves her. And that's going to, I don't think when it comes to an end, I don't think he's going to be able to handle it. That like, she's not considering how far he has come and how far he's, how hard he's worked. Why would you possibly sabotage that? You know, maybe she is falling for him. Maybe. I mean, you can be, I feel like you could be falling, but not be in love. Right. So she could be like falling for him, but not completely in love with him yet right like that takes that takes time that isn't that's not like they haven't been together long enough they haven't spent enough time together but maybe she is falling for him it's possible i mean i guess it's possible anything's possible in the soap world but i don't know it just scares me so they had their little so brooke and him had and of course brooke didn't dissuade him from going but of course not like nothing talk about that Good stuff from going. You know, but um, I got, I just need to say all of these things that keep happening. Why? Okay. <laughs> Can we please talk about Liam? Because okay. Liam has now become, okay, I'm, let me back it up because it's not at quite at that level, but Liam is slowly becoming Thomas. Oh, he's going, uh, uh, well, let's, let's talk about that just a little bit. So it, Liam has become like, he's, I don't, uh, I'm obsessed. Yes. He go, okay. He goes Steffi. straight to, he goes to Steffi's house uninvited. Right? She, yeah. She came back to town. He just bolts over there. And you know what it was? Oh, His wait, wait, little wait. scheme backfired. Instead he, of her coming back all mad at Finn and being like, I'm going to be with Liam now. It backfired. And she came right. back to be with Finn. Right. And so he had to run over there real quick because his well, scheme didn't work. And even before that, He's in the process of working on another scheme because mm-hmm. now he had Ridge over at his office at Spencer Publications and pretty much told him, yeah, Ridge, I think you should help me break up Steffi and Finn. Like, they don't need to be together. She's not safe, blah, blah, blah. He's like, so, and, you know, I, I could be, I could, I could totally protect her. Sure. So you should convince her that she needs to break up with, with Finn. Ridge's Ridge face. <laughs> He's like, um, you know, that's her husband and she loves him. And he's like, yeah, 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 whatever. He's like, just, you know, but she, she, uh, values your opinion and stuff. So just, yeah, you should just tell her to break them up, break, just break it up with him. And Ridge's face was like, um, you do know Steffi, right? No one tells her what to do. 
You yeah. really think I can tell her what to do? And I guess <laughs> since he didn't get like a, a big like cheering squad from Ridge, I don't know. He decides I'm just going to go straight to Steffi. Ran so over I, there. So he ran over there and he's all and he just straight up. I mean, I mean, gotta hand it to him. At least he's being straight up and honest and like, hey, he's like, you need to break up with him. <laughs> oh, he's straight up said. He straight up said, uh, you need to leave Finn for me. I can protect you. And then he just when she, okay, her answer was, I love my husband. I came back for him and I'm not going to leave him for you. Okay. Like it's not, I'm not doing that. Right. His response. <laughs> Oh, my God. This is when I was like, oh, my God, he's turning into Thomas. His response was basically, I'm I'm just going to stalk you then. I'm not going to give up. I'm going to keep coming here and I'm going to keep harassing you until you give in. Our right. story's not over. It's just beginning. Yeah. You're like, <sighs> um, OK, Liam, you're freaking me out. Okay? Very much. Then, then. Well, f- let me just make this little. I'm telling you. And maybe it'll come. Because Steffi just has, maybe, you know, they have this very long history and they have a child together and blah, blah, blah. And she's being very diplomatic. And she's like, you know, she let, she told, he came in spilling all that stuff. And she's like, she listened and told him no. And, <clears throat> but uh uh-uh. uh, I'm like, she should have, she should have put, if he shows up again, she needs to put the brakes on him. Oh. And be like, yeah. And like, do not come, do not come in here talking about. You're declaring your love for me. Do not talk about, I need to be with you. Do, and if you can't do that, do not come here. <laughs> Definitely was bothered by this whole thing. This was going to was gonna be my side note. Steffi, I don't like the way she acts around Liam. Right. I, she was all <laughs> giggly and smiley. And <laughs> right. <laughs> don't get me wrong. Okay, people. Hello. You know I love Scott Clifton, and he's very charming. <laughs> like, Liam can be charming, and Scott Clifton is extremely charming. But, girl, I, that is exactly my point, what you just said. You right. don't giggle and, uh-huh, and all this. And, no, you say, uh-uh-huh. No. Number one, I have a man. Number two, he may not be here right now at the second because he's at work. But you don't get to come in here and tell me any of this. It's inappropriate. Right. Right. Period. It's inappropriate. Right. What is she? I'm like, what is this? And like, she always does no. that. He charms why, her. Why would you let him go on and on like that? Like the somebody comes in here and is like, yeah, you need to leave your husband. I'd be like, you need to shut the hell up and get out of my house. Like, yeah. What are you even talking about? Don't come yeah. in here talking that kind of crap to me. Anyway. Anyway, I don't know. But maybe she's just trying to be nice and whatever but and she probably likes the attention but whatever (laughs) yeah i mean let's be serious uh you know who's not gonna be charmed by (laughs) by liam or scott clifton right like hello you saw him in person it's just she's got she you gotta remember see she needs to keep telling herself in her head that she her man is hot okay oh her man is charming and hot and she needs to keep remembering that (laughs) Okay. All right. Like keep remembering Finn is hot. Okay. Mm-hmm. And he's very charming. And he's in love with her. Only her, by the way. So after we have this well, whole like he's there, he's 
being a complete psychopath. <laughs> like he's being right. a complete stalker. Like, yeah. so like has- the stalker anthem song is playing. Right. And he told her, yeah, our story's not over. Then it shows the, did you see the scene where he was in his office and he was looking at her, looking at the picture? Yes. She was so talking he- to the pictures of Steffi. Yeah. And I was like, I was free. I was like, oh my, I'm like, he's losing his mind. I'm I told like, you. Oh my gosh. He's and going to Thomastown. I was like, he is going straight down Thomas Lane. I'm Thomasville. Like, <laughs> at a hundred miles an hour. He's talking to photos. I'm like, oh my God. Text Amanda. As soon as that scene was over, I texted Amanda and I said, I swear if Liam gets a Steffi mannequin, I'm out. <laughs> oh yeah, she did. She did. And she also sent me. So guys, if you don't know, I'm a big wrestling fan. (laughs) I don't know that I've ever mentioned it on here, but I am. And she texted me and she's like, oh, (laughs) yeah, I texted and I said, I said, I told her, like, if he gets a mannequin, I'm out. And then I put, oh, and by the way, I want to punch Liam right in the face. And then uh, I sent a gif of a elbow drop. Yes. And I said, or an el- elbow drop will work too. I sent back a photo of the Undertaker doing a pile driver. And I was like, I want to pile drive his ass right into the ring, <laughs> <laughs> right into the ground, really. But the ring will work. <laughs> yeah. So we were, we were virtually beating up Liam. Oh, yeah. We had him in the WWE ring, man. We were, we were co- flying off top ropes and everything. <laughs> His Fog ass was flashes and all of it. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, I'm not going to say that. What? <laughs> what were you going to say? You might have pictured yourself wrestling with Liam, but it wasn't like that. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> okay. Can we not discuss what I imagine and don't imagine with <laughs> Scott Clifton and or Liam? Thank you. Sorry. I will not answer that question, (laughs) ma'am. So Liam, okay, he's talking to photos. He's stalking people. Now he goes straight. This is what, oh my gosh. It took everything for me not to throw my remote across the room. It's actually my fire stick remote. (laughs) (laughs) That's not important. Um, It probably would have broke because they're skinny. All right. Rabbit hole. He goes straight from Steffi's house saying, declaring his love, goes straight to Hope's house, <laughs> knocks. And when she, was- opens, she opens the door and he goes, what is that? And she looked down and she looked right back up, right in his eyes and goes, it's called lingerie. <laughs> I died. I died. I loved it. That was the best scene. It was like the line of the week. That was that was great. He, he did. He he actually like stuttered. He was like, I, I, I know, I know that. I know that's what it's called. <laughs> yeah, Liam was in for a rude awakening. Oh, rude! Very rude. Right on over. He just bopped right on over to to um the cabin. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, he waltzed right in, even though she was standing there in her lingerie. He did. He waltzed right Bust in. Bust right in. She was like, and he looks around and he's like, 
He looked, he had the Brooke face. He did. Once and he, he realized was, his little light bulb was coming on. Uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, yeah. So and it so. was driving him nuts. Yeah. And so they had it out. And he had the nerve to sit there and basically tell her the same thing he told Steffi. Like, I love you so much. I still love you. And I'm like, just shut up, Liam. I know it. For the love of all that's holy, shut your pie hole. (laughs) (laughs) I can't do it with you today. I'm so confused. (laughs) I don't think he knows anymore who he loves and doesn't love. And you know what? Let's just forget about love. Okay. This love causes nothing but trouble. Okay. (laughs) Everyone, everyone. Let's just forget all about it. Okay. Liam needs to go take a break. He needs to go on a vacation. <laughs> he needs to take a damn break. Yeah. He don't know what's going on. Mm-mm. Yeah. And so go ahead and tell him what he had the nerve to say to her. Oh, which thing? Because he was he was on everybody's nerves. <laughs> oh, my gosh. He, he has some nerve. I'm going to tell you, he has some nerve. <laughs> some of it, I was, you know. I, I, some of it, I was with him of reminding her, like, you know, don't you know, like, don't you remember all this stuff that he did? It's like, God, you know, um, you know what I wanted her to say? I wanted her to say, of, of course, I remember all the things he's done, Liam. Of course I do. I also remember all the things you've done. Did you, you probably just came from Steffi's right now. Like mm-hmm. you let's talk, let's talk about all the stuff you've done. Let's do that. And by the way, guys, she still doesn't know that they kissed in Italy twice. Or was it twice? They kissed. Anyway, they kissed in Italy once and then they kissed again. So they kissed twice. Okay. I don't remember the locale of the second (laughs) one, but they definitely happened twice. Yeah. I think it was the one of the times that he busted in her house uninvited and just was like, just kissed her. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. He don't know. He does not know. But I can tell you what he was. It was killing him that she was. Oh, it was. This was his first time finding out that they've that they're they're hooking up. Yeah. And he was like, oh, so this is what you're doing now. And she was like, yep. And, you know, I do. I I, (laughs) I'm not going to say I feel sorry for him, but I do get the like the the he i don't know why he's so shocked but i do understand some of his reaction because yeah. you you it, it's never good like it's never a good feeling when the person that you like or love or whatever is is with someone else like it's not right. a great feeling right. you're like bitch <laughs> you know or like yeah. he's thinking asshole you know <laughs> finding out that way like yeah yeah like they're getting ready to have a hot passionate you know, night. And he's like, oh, lucky hope. What the heck? But um, so he asked, oh, my gosh, guys, I can't with him. I cannot with him. Uh, you know what? Let me just say again. I love Scott Clifton because we're about to go down a very, very dark path. <laughs> he asked her. He had the nerve to say, you're you're, you're you don't want to have another kid. You're not having another kid. Are you on birth control? You know what? You know what, Mr. Spencer? You can turn your cute ass around and walk right out that damn door. (laughs) Get out of my cabin. That's none of your business. Okay? You want me or you don't? Okay? You said you don't. 
get to stepping. Okay. Thomas shows up and what happens? Well, you know, so well, Liam and Hope, you know, they're, they're having this talk, you know, and Thomas comes in and Liam was like, oh, great. Just great. Like this just can't get any better, you know? And, uh, and Thomas comes over to Hope and like, you know, puts his hands on her. And he's like, you know, oh, I was like, are you okay? And, she, and Liam was like, just ask her if she's, oh, okay. He's like, dude, can we not do this? Can we just not do this? And, you know, but he was just freaking out. They're like, they're acting all nonchalant too. Was, yeah. And I, um, I loved it when she said, oh, um, by the way, this is not your house anymore. So, yeah, basically get to step in. <laughs> you don't live here anymore. Bye. Bye. Yeah. yeah so he said, um, you know, he was just trying to employ, you know, em- implore her, like, please don't you know, think about what you're doing, whatever. And um, and she's like, but you don't live here anymore. Like, we're it's not done. your house, buddy. Um, and. She's like, and I just want, this is what she said. She said, I just want to be with someone who loves me with all his heart. Only me. She said, and he said, and that's Thomas. And she said, yes, that is Thomas. And then she said, and I love him for that. Exact words. I love him for that. Thomas heard. I love him. <laughs> and that is all he heard. He did not hear anything else. Bells started going off. Fireworks, whistles, everything. Yes. Train horns. That's all he heard. Right. What Thomas heard was, I love you. I want to marry you. I'm going to spend the rest of my life with you. We're going to have a bunch of kids and we're going to run off into the sunset. That's what Thomas heard. He did. He heard, <laughs> I love you more than Liam. I'm obsessed with you. <laughs> <laughs> So then she turned and she walked and stood right over by Thomas and they stood there together and were like, like looking at like, there's the door, you know? (laughs) And he was, it's so. It was funny. (laughs) They're like, okay, that's all. She was like, that's all I got to say. So she straight walked up to Thomas and like was all cuddly with them. And she put like her forehead on his forehead and stuff. And they're all cuddly, cuddly. And Liam was just standing there. Mm hmm. Like just standing there, like in shock, I guess. And and finally, I was like, "Boy, leave! <laughs> like, like, boy, walk! Like, just make your legs walk. I know it's hard. I know it hurts, but you can't just stand there. They're just waiting for him to leave, and he's just standing there. And then he don't leave. He goes outside, but he peep toms. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> I cannot say it. He peeping toms them. Why? I I mean. <sighs> Because he's losing it. I'm telling you. Oh, Liam. even know. He's one minute. He's talking to Steffi's pictures. The <laughs> next minute, he's looking in Hope's windows. I'm like, he's he's cracking. It's like, he, it's like he's obsessed with both of them. And he's like constantly in this fight in his head of like, I got to save Steffi, but I got to save Hope. I want both of them. That's the whole problem. Okay. You can't have both. You have to now pick can't one. even have one. <laughs> I don't understand this because <laughs> like, I feel like you can love someone, right? And then you could be in love with someone. I think that's like two, di- that could be two different things. And I don't, I think he's so confused now of what he is or what, how he even feels because you could. he loves both of them. 
is he even like truly in love with either one or is he in love with the idea? Is he in love with the idea of being the protector and the this and the that to Steffi? But he also is in love with being the the hero and the Mm -hmm. rescuer and all this that he is with Hope. Right. I don't know. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Maybe it's not just love in the purest form anymore. It's just, you know, yeah, like you said, what's comfortable and what you're used and what you define yourself by. Yeah, it's I think he's getting all of it confused. And, right. and he's meshing them all up because you're right. It's a habit. And um, it's very easy to fall back into habits. And when it's a toxic thing, it's very hard to get out of. Right. And it's I feel like he's just right. caught in this cycle. Right. I don't so, know how he could get out of it. I think B&B needs to bring on a new actress. Yeah, that'd be maybe great. Someone, maybe someone really new, like, you know, really new and experienced. Just maybe someone even off the street. Yeah, yeah maybe, on to the maybe a podcaster. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> we could just like mix things up. It'd be like yeah. a normal average person. Yeah. And your every, your everyday scene. person, maybe from exactly. Mississippi. Who knows? Just bring them, bring them on the scene <laughs> and give Liam a new love interest. Sure. If they, just, if they needed help, I could go ahead and take one for the team and, and be his, his new love interest. I mean, yeah. I think that would be good. It should represent, you know, a normal everyday person. Like yeah. that might be just what Liam needs is someone <laughs> who's not in the fashion world. Someone who's not, you know, he just needs, he just needs a woman that they can go on a camping trip <laughs> or they can. <laughs> and he just needs a woman that can get him the hell away from Steffi and, and Hope. Let's be honest. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, it's just a thought, B&B. Just, uh, you know, just throwing it out there. Throwing it out there. All right. So we're going down. We're apparently going down Thomas Lane right now because we're in Delulu land. And um, all right. So let's get but back. I on mean, track. I swear. I swear. I don't. I'm not obsessed with Scott Clifton or anything. No, or Liam. I swear no, it. Not at all. Yeah. Don't arrest I mean, me. But please. you know who, you know who else? Okay. I think we covered them pretty well. Um, so, but you know who else doesn't have a love interest at the time, at this time, who also could maybe stand to have just a normal girl is, um, is Bill. I mean, Bill doesn't have a lady right now. You know what? Perhaps we could get another podcaster. (laughs) Maybe, maybe someone's sister. There may be someone available. Hey, ah, another pair of siblings to rival Lee and Poppy. Oh my God. We could. Exactly. <laughs> Two sisters that are rivals from San Francisco. <laughs> uh, All right, guys. <sighs> this made me laugh so hard. We're going to move on because I could talk about Liam for days. Okay. <laughs> that did not come out right. Look, <laughs> I didn't mean it that way. <laughs> Damn it. I really <sighs> didn't that time. Fine. We're moving on. I'm so sorry for the harassment, Scott Clifton. <laughs> so we love sorry, you, I Scott. apologize. Love you so much. Okay, so let's talk about Bill. This made me laugh so hard because Bill went to like tell Sheila off and be all like smart ass and tell her all this, you know, get out of town and all this. And then right. she ended up totally reading him. She totally just went right down the list of everything that every smart ass comment, like just going down the list. And I was like, Hmm, who's harassing who? (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, Sheila's Sheila's she's not an easy one to uh to push over or intimidate, that's for sure. I wrote, why does everyone think that they can just go over and tell Sheila what to do? I mean, has she ever done anything that someone told her to do? No, never. Negative. So why are we everyone on everyone is Taylor went over there to tell her what to do. Steffi punched her in the face. <laughs> Deacon's trying to tell her what to do. Uh, Lee put her face in spaghetti. Like this, they're, they are really pushing her. I'm telling you. And if if Sheila ever snaps, they all in trouble. Oh, she's going to she, snap. You think she's going to, she thinks she forgot. I mean, she's playing it really cool now. Mm-hmm. She's being the big person. And, but do you, think she's ever going to forget that you put her face in spaghetti? No. Or that you punched her in the face? No. Or that you came over and threatened her? No. No. So Mm -hmm. I'm just saying, y'all keep pushing. They keep pushing. Oh, they are poking that (laughs) bear that ate her toe. (laughs) They are poking that bear. I am like, what are they doing? Like, let her be. Okay. She thinks she's in a blissful relationship. She's all happy. Let her be. The more they poke, the more they poke, the more they poke, the more they poke, the more she wants to do exactly what they don't want her to do. Right. Like, guys, what are you doing? Yeah. It's like no one ever learns on this show. Ever. But that little meeting led to Mm -hmm. um, Poppy and Luna were meeting there for lunch at the restaurant. Mm -hmm. Bill notices poppy he can't stop looking at her i mean it was becoming rude okay he was just straight staring at her (laughs) i was like all right so eventually he approaches her and she goes silent she goes me like "Mm, who are you and anyway so he introduces himself and and luna's all nice luna's like hey what up (laughs) i'm luna (laughs) and so he keeps saying i could have sworn that He's I just feel like I know you. I could swear that I know you. And she kept saying, no, I and Luna's all like she's all scoping him up on the phone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought that was so funny because Poppy was like me. Oh, I don't. Am I even sitting here? Me? Yeah. She's oh, like, me? I don't, you think? It, oh, I've never even been anywhere near New York. <laughs> and then her daughter's like, yeah, but we was in San Francisco. And I was like, <laughs> Sold right on her because it was like maybe San Francisco. Oh yeah, we're from there. And her, she was like, "Oh, her face." Okay, please, can I say this? Everyone, please timestamp. I need everyone to timestamp this right now. Bill is Luna's father. Boom! That's the bombshell. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is gonna be interesting. And why? What is? The, how come he? If that's his baby's mama, how come he don't? He's not sure he recognizes her. Okay. Because he used to be a playboy. All right. And he used to sleep with hundreds of women. He used to sleep with models, playboy bunnies. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I don't know what else to call. Like hot women. He used to just hook up with everyone. Fashion World Magazine people like everybody. And that's why kids just keep coming out of the woodwork. We had Liam. Then we had Wyatt. Now I'm telling you now Luna. Spencer, another, a Spencer daughter. Yeah, I'm excited about that. Mm. Because I think this was before you started watching. He used to have a niece and she was the only girl Spencer. And she, well, besides her mom, but she was adorable. 
and he adored her. And she's the mother of Douglas. I gotcha. She got really sick and she passed away. And it was like really devastating for everyone because I I did not think right. they were going to kill her. Like that just blew my mind. But she was he he adored her. So like if Luna is his daughter, she is going to have it made <laughs> like it, it, she's never going to want for anything ever. Hmm. So I wonder. Yeah, how there's no telling how many kids he has that are, are that are going to come out of the woodwork. I wonder how this is going to play with between Poppy and Lee. Because remember, Lee and Bill had a little, they had a little connection there for a while. Remember that? Nothing ever like fully developed, but they did have a, when he rescued her after the Sheila incident. (laughs) Yep. That there's potential for a lot of good storylines. A lot of good stuff between Poppy, Lee, and Bill. Oh, and and we forgot to mention, Lee stomped into Finn's office and was like, number one, no. Mm-mm, no, you're not being friends with them. You're not hanging out with them. They not what? She came to your house. Excuse me, what? And he was like, yeah, and we're going to be friends. And she's <laughs> like, oh, oh, this is not going to happen because they're, they're, they are leaving LA, sir. They are leaving LA, mister. And I was like, <laughs> what is she going to do? Yeah, I'm scared and, of her. And, and I'm was so like, scared of her. He's like, look, I, I made a promise to Luna that I was going to try to do what I could to help you and um, Aunt Poppy get your relationship back. And she's like, well, you just better be prepared to break that promise because that ain't happening. Yeah. I was she like, said, that is like, going to be broke. You don't even care. She was like, well, you better back backtrack them words, son, because it ain't happening. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I don't understand. I understand. Especially after their argument. I understand the hatred for Poppy. I just don't get the hatred right. for Luna. Right. No, I agree. I don't I don't get that either. But I, I don't know. I guess she thinks that she's that she's loose and carefree like her mother and she'll just end up ruining people's lives. That's not as not a Luna's, problem. Yeah, that's not Luna's fault. I like that anyway, yeah. I don't know. It's weird. So I have one side note. My side note is <laughs> we're in the office. See it's making my head hurt. Okay. And I'm already sick. Okay. I already have a cold. It's making my head hurt because I'm so confused by hopes, by the way, by her behavior. Okay. I'm getting confused. So we're in the office. Thomas comes in. And by the way, I love that lacy pantsuit she had on. So Thomas comes in and he's like hugging her and, oh, you get hotter every day and blah, 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 blah. And he says to her, I love you. And then he says, and you love me. And she goes, oh, did I say that? And he says, yeah, you absolutely said that. And she goes, I guess I did. And then she turns around as all huggy, huggy, lovey, dovey. And there, the only two things can be happening here. She is falling for him. I don't know how far into love she can be with him or can get because of their past and all that. But she's either falling for him for real because, I mean, hello, have you seen him? You've seen him in person. <laughs> and apparently he lays it down, right? So <laughs> so it's one of two things. Either she is falling for him. <laughs> I got Jill. I got her that time, guys. <laughs> <sighs> you go, boy. <laughs> You're going to have to put a, uh, make sure you put an extra adult warning on this episode. <laughs> <laughs> the, the you know the symbol like no one under 18 symbol 
I meant he's laying the tracks down. That's all I meant. It's no one comments. of two things. You need to just move on. <laughs> so one of two things. She is falling for him. Or she's just being cruel. Or, okay, a third option is that she's unsure. And she does like him enough that she doesn't want to say, no, I'm not. Because she doesn't want to lose him. So maybe she's confused. So she either is into him. She's being cruel, which is unlike Hope. Or she's confused. What do you think? I'm going with confused. Because I think there's quite a lot of confusion and people losing their minds lately. Yeah, it's mass confusion over here. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. Like, I don't know. Because what she's... But I don't know. Is it just another... Is it just another mixed signal that she's throwing out? She's not saying, no, I don't love you. But she did, you know, she's also, I don't know that she's saying, yes, I absolutely do love you. I don't think, I don't think she knows. I mean, I don't know. I I don't know why. But, but again, it's just, it's feeding into that fantasy of his that I just don't, either she doesn't want to realize that's what I think she makes a I think she's rationalizing a lot in her mind right that because well I told him that I didn't want any serious I told him that it wasn't you know gonna I think she's using that a lot to rationalize all of the behavior right so and I, I think don't know. you're right because I think I she think also she does have be, feelings for him it could be she truly is so confusion, falling. you know, he could truly be falling for him. I mean, it would be hard not to. It would be hard not to because he he treats her good. I mean, let's be real. Yeah. And so far, he and has been different. He has changed. It's true. It's true. But I would still be I would still be I don't know how you could be completely. I don't know how it couldn't somewhere be in the back of your mind. Oh, I'm sure it is something. What if something what is that one? What's what happens when something doesn't go according to plan or something that he's they have an argument or he something doesn't get his she, way? She doesn't want to do, or I mean, you have to, I, I don't know, it's like, can you have to wonder? Like, I don't know, I just feel like there would always be that just that seed of mm-hmm. I don't know of doubt of a hundred percent trust, right? I don't know, but I agree with you. I think it's very possible that that is the one thing. Okay, if you're new to the show, Thomas knew that Hope's baby was alive, knew where the baby was, and kept it a secret for months and months and months and months. Every day for like over a year, Hope cried over her baby that was alive and well. Yeah, and Hope was in a was devastated, was a shell oh, yeah. of a person. For oh, all yeah. of this grieving and, and just heartbroken. Yeah, very. And he just let it go. Just let yeah. her suffer. He did. So uh, I'm thinking maybe that is the one little thing that keeps her from being able to completely fall in love with him. Right. And like sometimes, sometimes people ruin things because they're so scared of what might happen. And I think this could be where Thomas does something to to mess this up this is this if this happens if Thomas does something and he feels like it's his fault like he messed it up and they break up or she stops talking to him for a while or something i i, I agree with you i don't think he can handle that i think it's going to be catastrophic actually right i mean kids might end up missing he does crazy things let's be serious 
it, the things right. he's done mm-hmm. is just mind blowing. But then yeah. at the same time, it's been what, like almost two years or longer and he hasn't done anything. And it's like, now do I trust this or not? Right. But yeah, if he messes it up, everyone's going down. Mannequins are going to be walking out the mall. (laughs) Yeah, it's not going to be good. I guess it's going to be interesting to watch it play out, I guess. (sighs) um, All right. So now I think we've come to our final destination. Final destiny. Sorry, I can't. I, I can't um, resist. This is our new. This is our new. Uh, this is our crazy of the week. Maybe we should start having a crazy of the week. Oh week. God, there's so much to choose from, <laughs> right? Like, which one was the craziest this week? Was it Liam? Mm-mm. Nope. Mm, was it Thomas? Nope. Mm, but this one gets the award this week because it's totally unexpected. Because he hasn't been crazy before that I'm aware of. <laughs> Mm-mm. He's usually it very was nice. A shocker. It was just a shocker. I- I'm gonna tell you. Like I almost was like the boy. The boy done came back, shaved head, all black outfit, and he was not playing. I almost was like, let me check your ID, sir. Our crazy of the week award goes to. Zenday Forrester. Yay! Good job, buddy. Good job. Okay, because, I mean, you look good. You look hot. I like your new do. But I need to see that ID because this is not the Zenday I've ever met in my whole entire life. Right. Anyway. So Zenday is being very disrespectful to Ridge. Yeah. And he's being very mean to RJ. I, I oh, don't yeah. understand. It totally taken out on RJ. In fact, you know, RJ came in at, at some point and was being when, nice when he was talking to when Zenday was talking to Ridge, and he just blasted him too. You know, like to, I mean, well, to his face. You know, he was, you know, like we said a, a minute ago. Like he was like, I thought you were more interested in your getting followers on your social stuff and traveling the world and blah blah blah. It was like, dude, whoa, like calm down. <laughs> I know, right? But yeah, so so he does have a point, though, that he feels, and even Rich said this, he feels slighted. He know, does. Which, he which does. is a reasonable way to feel, given it the is. circumstances. But um, it was just, he just went about it in the wrong way. He's got a, oh, yeah. he's pissed. Mm. And that's just, you know, it's not a good way to handle yourself. And then. Mm. He's got like a chip on his shoulder. Yeah. And I tell you. I got, he, uh, while I'm agreeing, the fact that they are not telling Zenday about Eric and even RJ was like, don't you think we should let him know what's good? I mean, he would understand better why grand, you know, granddad asked me to do it. Maybe if he understood mm. the circumstances, he wouldn't be this mad about it, you know, and Ridge for whatever reason. It's like, oh, no, no, no. Can't tell them. Can't tell Zenday. But he's told every other grandchild. You know, mm-hmm. Thomas knows. Steffi knows. Hope knows. Hell, even Luna knows. And she ain't even in the family. She's been there for five minutes. Yeah, I know. I don't get it. Everyone a, knows. Yeah. So it's going to be hard to make your point. It's going to be hard to say that you're not showing favoritism to Ridge and Brooke's kids. Right. When now you've told everybody and, but you're not going to tell Zenday. He is a grandchild. Eric is his grandfather. 
if the other grandkids have a right to know, he does too. I agree. So that's I gonna totally throw, agree. That's going to throw some fuel on the fire too. Mm-hmm. But anyway, Troubles, so we get yeah. Troubles brewing. Yeah. So we get Zenday lets Ridge have it, let mm-hmm. RJ have it. Then he goes on across the hall and he lets Hope and Thomas have it. <laughs> he does. He tells them all his beef, you know, and like why basically does his whole spiel again with them and like, you know, what's the deal? And they're like, um, well, you know, it's just how it goes sometimes and whatever. Right. So anyway, so he's mad. And so Thomas and Hope, now they're, they go across the hall and they ask Ridge, they're like, uh, yo, um, dad, like you got some money you can spare. (laughs) I thought it was funny. They're like, we know the company's money is, you know, earmarked for Eric's stuff and everything. But, you know. Do you happen to have any? Doesn't Ridge Forrester have any money stashed away? (laughs) 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 That maybe you could throw on our line and like smooth things over with with people who aren't happy. Yeah. That things got put on the back burner. And, uh, yeah, I guess Ridge wasn't going for that. Mm -mm. And. I I get what they're trying to do. Okay. I get what they're trying to do. But I don't think he he's irrationally angry. Like, I don't think that that's going to make him n- just get over it. Like, I, I don't think he's going to get over it. That, you right. know what I mean? Yeah. He's like salty, right? Oh, he's, he's got a chip yeah. on his shoulder and he's salty. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and you know, it may just have been sort of the push over the edge because He's been there pretty steady. Mm-hmm. Like he's been working, he's been doing, he's always there doing whatever needs to be done. Sort of the back, the guy on the, he's the doing burner. designs, but he's not the the main, you know, and he's right. been doing that. Well, Thomas, Thomas went into, he had his whole meltdown and, you know, right. the whole <laughs> thing Thomas has gone through. And then he gets to come right on back in. And he goes straight to lead designer on Hope for the Future. Right. Right? Yeah. And then and then now RJ just waltzes in. No experience. No didn't even said he didn't even want to be a designer. And then boom, he's on Eric Forrester's line as a lead designer. So maybe I mean, I'm not saying he doesn't have a legitimate beef. Beef. <laughs> <laughs> I think maybe that's what his biggest thing is. Is he like, I've paid my dues. But Thomas can go have a mental breakdown and then just come right back like nothing happened. And RJ can go do whatever the hell he wants and then just come in and get a line. So, you know, I think it was just, he just snapped. Yeah, he, he, he snapped. He <laughs> couldn't boy, help himself. He, look, when people on the soap snap, it it's just not good because then they lose it. And yeah. so now he's going around the whole building, snapping at people, telling people off. He's mad. He is mad. He's mad. And I don't blame him to a certain extent. He does have a point. Right. Okay. But you go to your grandfather and you talk to him about it. You go to your grandfather and you ask him, you talk to him, you behave like an adult. Right. And granted, when you're really emotional or something has really been bothering you, or I guess he felt caught off guard or 
I don't know what's the right word exactly, yeah. but he feels slighted. Right. And and those and those feelings have probably been brewing for a long time. Yeah, and when and you get emotional, just, right, it's come things up to come the out. Right. You say things you don't mean. I mean, I'm not saying he don't mean all of it, but I'm saying you say things that you don't mean that you wish you wouldn't have said. Right. And it's like he snapped. You're right. He's mm-hmm. he's come to the the point where he's done and, and he's yeah. not going to take it anymore. But the problem act, but, is yeah. the way he's going about doing it. Right. Right. Acting out of anger is never a good thing. Like you said, and I said, he's he's got a legitimate complaint and he's got it. Certainly he's got a right to do it. And But you have to do it in the right way. You have to approach it in the right way. But he is definitely not. Because what he does next, it just blew me away. Right. So <laughs> RJ and Luna are in the little design office. Kissing. Kissing. And they're being all cutesy. And they're, you know. Well, Zenday happens to be walking by. And he looks in the door because nobody ever Guess closed. what? Yes. No one ever shuts the door. No. It's all there's always a crack in the door. No one ever shuts <laughs> it. No one knows how to use a lock. <laughs> like none of no one knows what a door is on exactly. a soap opera. So he sees that. Mm-hmm. And some little wheels in his mind start turning. Oh yeah. Some evil little wheels start turning. Yeah. And he gets this look on his face that I, he was like. He had a, he's like, like somebody plotting something. And I was like, what is happening? So he goes in there, tells RJ, oh, hey, um, your dad wants to see you. He asked me to tell you that you want, he wants to talk to you. And RJ's like, oh, he's like, all right. He goes out, goes see Ridge. And Zenday proceeds to put the Mac on Luna. Oh, girl. And he's like. Inter-office relations aren't really frowned on. He's like, but you might want to learn, make sure that you learn how to lock the door. I was like, hey, that's good advice, Zenday. (laughs) Wow. Uh, Wow. Like, that's really good advice for some people. Absolutely. And um, anyway, so he just, yeah, he totally put the flirt on her and totally, man, he looked, he was looking at her like she was a tasty little snack. Okay, like, this is what yes. is he doing right now? This is oh what I wrote. Oh my gosh. This is what I wrote. Zenday looked at her like he was about to eat her, like devour her. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. When I when I say he pulled out the charm, he pulled out the charm. He had the eyes going, he had the body language. And look, it his face when he was standing in the doorway watching them immediately in my head I thought he looks like the guy that is you know the guy with the devil on his shoulder mm-hmm. that's yeah. what he looked like it looks like he knocked the angel off and he just <laughs> had to, he done knocked her off and he just had the he just had the devil on his shoulder yeah. telling him like his face yeah I was real impressed with the acting I'm gonna oh, be yeah. honest he did a great job yeah his yeah. face actually showed that he his wheels are now turning mm-hmm. and he's he's plotting something devious. I just wanted to mention that because the acting on that was amazing. Yeah. Yeah, he did a he's he's he did a really good job. I'm glad they're they're giving him a storyline because yeah, he's he's good. I always enjoyed when when he was on, I always enjoyed him. Yeah. You know. <laughs> All right. 
So, I don't, I think this is going down a really bad route. Like th- this is going to be trouble. So we'll see. This is going to be real interesting because now when you're talking about you going after someone's love interest, oh, that's going to be problem. Yep. Problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think there's just trouble brewing everywhere. So like a lot of going on right. all at once. Very yep. exciting, bold. Very exciting. Yes. I, I love it. <laughs> I do just want to give one little shout out for the Thanksgiving today, for Thanksgiving episode. They did a whole little review of Broken Ridge's relationship over the years. That was really cool. That was a cool thing to have on, on Thanksgiving Day. Something nice. It was. In light and loving. that brings us to the end of the episode please get in touch with us at the bold and beautiful podcast on all the socials and also at a rust 360 happy thanksgiving i hope everyone has a great week until next time bye guys bye everyone